0: When you see the Taliban come over the horizon, you open fire immediately. Okay, so when I see Pat Tillman come over the
1: horizon, I shoot him.
0: No, no, no. When you see the enemy come over the horizon, you shoot the enemy. Okay, good. Now repeat it back to me. Okay, I shoot Pat Tillman, then run over the horizon. No, he's on our side. You charge the enemy. Right,
1: and shoot Pat Tillman.
0: No, 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 no. Okay, well, you know you're going to have to explain it to me again, because it sounds to me like I'm repeating back to you exactly what you're telling me. And obviously you're hearing something different. So just one more time. <sighs> okay. When you see the Taliban come over the horizon, you shoot them. All right. So I shoot Pat Tillman and then run when the Taliban show up. No, you shoot the Taliban, not Pat Tillman. Got it? Got it. You sure? Yep. All right.
2: Hey, no, I can find Pat Tillman. <laughs> Welcome to the God conspiracy Damn. therapy podcast with Ryan, Larry, Springhill, <sighs> Josh, and the Luma mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Pat Tillman... guys we're in the kitchen studio mm-hmm. we got the skeptic the mom the beard and the sleepy i guess we're gonna <laughs> go with that i still can't find a good good side name for me other than rad dead 2018 which i'll always be one day one of these days it'll slide out in one of the podcasts Oops. we called you rambling ryan
3: mm-hmm.
0: mm.
2: it's got to be a the in something but we'll figure it out. No worries, because we're safe. We're warm on this (sighs) cold December day. We're going to talk about Pat Tillman. Now, this episode was part of a uh, listener vote series we did previous month, and it didn't... What I noticed right away is that there weren't a lot of people that knew about it. Mm -hmm. And... You're not all
0: sports fans out there.
2: Well, I think there's a lot of sports fans, but maybe there's just people that our young uh, of our younger listeners, maybe who didn't quite pick up on this story when it happened. And I remembered it, but
0: de- delving into this, this is kind of a motherfucker. Yeah, I would, is. I mm-hmm. would count this with the, why so like, I've been wanting to do this one. Yeah.
2: Well, it's, it's similar. I would put to like our Tuskegee, Tuskegee experiment episode, or maybe our night doctors episode of a thing that, Oh, this is something our government did. That's fucked up. So add it to the pile. <laughs> But before we get into that, I like to always pull the Thunderbird to the side of the road. A little bit of truth corner, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now, this is something that I did, but I'm curious about you guys. When September 11th happened, Mm -hmm. was there ever a point where you thought about joining up? You know, the the nation actually really did come together. And that's something that I noticed is that people were really, there were more American flags out than usual.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: People were proud of their country. So I'm just curious, like, how did you guys feel? And you don't necessarily have to, if I, I don't want to, I want to say this right now, because I'm sure there's people that are listening who didn't do that or um, who kind of saw through the bullshit, but. In some ways, I just want to say you're not a bad person if you didn't join the service after that. That's why it's voluntary.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: But I'm just curious what you guys' side is. Are we really? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, was, I was like 16, 17 when mm-hmm. 9-11 happened. And I definitely felt more pride as an American than I have ever felt before. But I did not. Um, I had I had ambition to go to culinary school, uh, but I can speak they that they could have made you.
0: They'd have made you cook. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep.
2: That's true. But my but my brother did. Uh, uh, that's true. He graduated from high school, and he was uh, the year ahead of me. So it was pretty fast after that that he went ahead and joined. Really? So yep. he would have got the uh, joining during a uh, wartime medal. I believe so. Yeah. April,
4: uh, I was in sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade. Mm. So that really wasn't something that was mm. on my radar, obviously. Um, but even then, the thought did cross my mind because my dad um, is a Marine Corps vet. Um, Hoorah. Yeah, it, it, it is something that, Hoorah, Diamond Dogs. <laughs> that did sort of cross my mind, you know, that after graduation, mm-hmm. which was still, you know, six or seven years away that that would be something I would do, but I, I'm just not cut out for it. It's not, you know, I, I totally admire men and women who do sign up voluntarily. I think that's awesome. Um, but I would have been <laughs> no good for any branch of the armed forces.
0: Yes. My, my wife quickly talked me out of it. Um, I was just married. um, you know, my, my grandfather's heavily decorated, served in World War II, my father served in Vietnam, my uncle Mike, my Uncle Lee, my aunt. I mean, you know, I have a cousin right now serving in Afghanistan. It you know, it would have it would have made sense. I agreed. But since she was just being married, we just got married. She did she it was a no from her. She mm-hmm. loved
2: well, Aaron's always loved you and yeah.
0: that's definitely
2: apparent when you hang out with And you that's too.
0: a big thing to put would have been to put her through. Mm-hmm. Huge.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did join. Thank you
0: for your service.
2: I, thank you for that sentiment. Uh I joined at the time. Yeah. I When it first happened, when I love it happened, I said, we should all move to Canada because I was a part of a group of weed smoking hippies. I <laughs> <laughs> thought I saw you.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but then later on, something, I don't know, something happened and I... Wasn't going to be the filmmaker I wanted to be right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So I did join and I had a great time. And all the guys, I specifically remember in boot camp, there was this moment where we were all standing there and we knew, you know, we were going to get that achievement medal for joining during a wartime. And we were standing at attention and this guy comes out. And this is during like our big test for boot camp. And this guy, before we started it, came out and he goes, let me ask you guys, would you die for your country? I want you to raise your hand. And I, my hand shot up, me and a bunch of young bucks. And he said, you're stupid. The, the idea Whoa. is to not make, not to die for your country, but make the other fool die for his country. <laughs> which is a straight Patton quote, which he cited right that away. Is, mm-hmm. He's badass. Which, I, yeah, George C. Scott, see the movie Patton. But I loved that sentiment and I believed it. And, you know, at some point I went through a period of thinking much like our uh, today's episode subject when it comes to the services. And we'll get to that in the future of this episode. But I loved my time in the service and I was never a super patriotic guy. But I know that when it came to loving like people and loving my country. That doesn't stop. Even when we have Bozo the Clown running our country, it doesn't stop me from loving this country. And it, even when somebody posts something online and says, oh, by the way, it's like five cents for um, light speed Internet in my country, in Europe. By the way, you guys spend $55? That's insane. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to be like the rate that gets you into Comcast and mm-hmm. AT&T. <laughs> As they slowly peel away what little money we have in this country for the lower and middle class,
0: you know, doing what we do as male prostitutes is to me has been kind of that little tiny itty bitty service I can give to my country.
2: Mm, I believe that. And it's and and we're part of the male prostitutes who actually
0: come to the door, dick's Mm -hmm. hard, ready to go. (laughs) Yep, that doorbell doesn't ring itself. That's right. Although (laughs) you guys got to put away your ring cameras because it's got to be an odd view as it comes towards the camera. Just a big old mushroom to Mm -hmm. kiss you right on your nose. (laughs)
2: Um. Yeah. No. I agree. I think that that's a, a service that some people have forgotten. I mean, it's one of the oldest and truest when it comes to just news and community anyway i'm not trying to bring this episode down but i did want to do a quick and there's really no skill to have with this but the truth corner of just the time and i think mm-hmm. when speaking about mr tillman pat it's good to kind of get a sense of service and like country because i think this is an american patriot we can all get behind well and i think another big reason why you're going to feel that that poll that you did to go into the services is weak we come from a family of many, many. people joining all branches. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's understandable. That's why I said even I had that small urge, but I just didn't do it.
4: Now, or, when you joined, obviously you joined because of what had happened on 9-11. Was there any point? I, I don't mean to turn this into like a hard-hitting interview, <laughs> but just out of curiosity, was there ever any point where you not necessarily regretted that choice? more of, like, you got into it and you were like, oh, shit. This, I'm, is, this is here and I'm here yeah. now.
2: No, yeah, I, and I kind of hinted at that with Tillman, but yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a point. I was in the whole time that he was, too, mm-hmm. so oh, wow. I that was my era. And I know I saw those guys, Rangers
0: and Seals, mm-hmm. move through parts of Europe and... Mm-hmm. It, that is a know, level of bravery I can't wrap my mind around. Oh, well, because I
4: can even a, remember my dad telling me about when he was in boot camp and they made them stand in the gas chambers. Mm -hmm. And that was like, that was his moment of like, Oh, this is for real. For real. This isn't just like guys getting together and shooting guns. This is like real, real stuff.
0: Did did. he serve in desert
4: storm? No, he did not. He was just after, no, he was just before desert storm. He only served for four years. So he joined in, I believe, 83 or 84.
0: Sediment just before, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there
2: in the gas chamber too. So mm-hmm. I had that experience where the CS gas hits you and you're fucking, as a, as a two year smoker, I watch black shit just shoot out of every pore <laughs> of my body. Oh, and uh, anyway, I thought yes. I was dying. And they told me you can still breathe. You just think you're dying. And I'm covered in like shit, looking like a xenomorph coming <laughs> out of there. Oh, God. It was not a fun experience. And I want to say this too if any of our listeners are in the service, if any of our listeners out there are in the service, my hat goes off to you. Thank yep. you. Thank, Thank you, you mm-hmm. for your
0: service. Absolutely.
2: At this point, this war has been going on way too fucking long mm-hmm. and my fucking heart breaks for you. We, we want you there. back. Yeah, we do. We re- I want you guys all to come, uh, my brothers and sisters in the service come back. So before I get emotional, mm-hmm. let's get time capsule with Larry's time capsule. We're going to go with the year 2004. Cause that was the year our dear friend, Mr. Tillman died.
0: Now it's time for us to open up the time capsule. Hit me! 2004. Oh, bring it back up. Beyonce's still part of Destiny's Child. That puts you
3: right.
0: a little perspective there. Do you know...
2: According to what I read, uh, Michael Jackson had a crush on Beyonce. Oh, who I doesn't? Have, I have a crush on Beyonce. Yeah, I have too. a
4: crush on Beyonce. She's
2: got the curves that makes the boys lose their nerves. Oh, I've never nice. gone
4: down on a woman but I feel like I have now. If given the opportunity, if someone was like, hey, here's Beyonce, I, w- I might consider that. So what happens when you go down on a bearded clam without a dental dam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, yes, 2004. Yep. And as usual... We start out with uh, that music. music. Indeed. I'd go down on all Destiny's children, by the way. That sounds disgusting. Yes, because all the women. Destiny's women. All the (laughs) legally of age women. I think they're close to menopause by now. Yeah. (laughs) I got to get in there quick. January 3rd. Britney Spears marries Jason Allen Alexander, a childhood friend in Las Vegas. A marriage meant to last. It was an old 55 hours later. (laughs) Oh boy February
4: because we were quickly approaching like head shaving Britney era
0: Yes February 1st Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake perform on stage at the (laughs) Super Bowl (laughs) Guess what We learned a new phrase called wardrobe malfunction And this actually pushes uh, Howard Stern out the door of radio Because they came to so darn on him That he went and left for satellite radio Interesting February 17th, Smashing Pumpkins frontman Billy Corgan posts a bitter message on his personal blog. That's right, blog. Calling Darcy Retsky a mean-spirited drug addict and then blames James E. Haw for the breakup of the band. Hey, Billy Corgan, look in the mirror. <laughs> May 10th, Blunder. <laughs> Heroin is the reason why that band broke up. Well, someone had to put it in them.
4: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> Alien. Another show. <laughs> Which you can find on the Beer City Network called Off Tempo. Yeah. (laughs) May 10th, Blender Magazine May issue includes a 50 Worst Songs Ever list. We Built This City by Starship (laughs) is rated worst. My wife loves that song. (laughs) And I will challenge you, it's not the worst song. That just sounds like somebody who's getting crotchety
2: about old music and then... No, I was going to say 10 years later, they love that song.
4: I feel like probably the list of like the 10 or what was it? The 50 worst songs of all time is probably also the same list of like 50 songs that make white people
0: turn up. Oh, mm -hmm. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby's on that list. Yep. June 8th, Velvet Revolver released their first album, Contraband. Good record. June 10th, Ray Charles dies at the age of 73 from acute liver disease. Never saw it coming. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell your grandma that one.
3: Oh, boy. You
2: got your first gold star from the shoops.
0: (laughs) 73 (laughs) is kind of young. I didn't know that. It is. June 25th, David Boy suffers a heart attack on stage and is subsequently rushed to the emergency room for angioplasty. This brings an abrupt end to the tour and prompts boy to move away from both music music and public life. I remember that. That was kind of it until just mm-hmm. before he died, I Black think. Black Star and the album before yeah. Black Star. Yeah. August 8th, Dave Matthews Band's tour bus dumps 800 pounds of human feces from a Chicago bridge, intending to unload it in the river, but it lands on an architecture tour boat. <laughs> Considering you're in Chicago, consider yourselves lucky. That's the best thing that could have happened yeah, to you. Right? August 23rd, The Prodigy released their much-anticipated, postponed full-length album, Always Outnumbered, Never Outgunned. Awesome album. September 18th, Britney Spears marries Kevin Federline. A marriage mental last. <laughs> September 28th, Brian Wilson releases Brian Wilson Presents Smile, the first official interpretation of the Smile Sessions since they shelved it in 1967. October 11th, the original lineup of Duran Duran releases their new la- album, Astronaut. Which is amazing. Is that the one with the the su- reach up for the sunrise? Okay, yeah. Like yeah. that band, like every album they put out, it's like, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. October twenty third, Ashley Simpson is accused of lip syncing after an aborted live performance on Saturday Night Live. That hoedown though, yeah, so, that was like, good. Burp burp burp. <laughs> yeah, she did. It was. You just got to do a hoedown and it clears everything. Yeah. Up. Okay, Kelly Clarkson, you're going. Some Maroon five will work. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, November 12th, Eminem's fourth major studio album, Encore, is released four days before scheduled because of internet bootleggers. Yeah, it becomes number one on the uh, Billboard charts. I think that was a pretty decent album. <laughs> it's a very good album. Yeah. November 16th, Destiny's Child releases their fourth and final studio album together. November 30th, Jay-Z and Linkin Park's album, Collision Course, debuts at number one. Never heard that oh,
4: one. Oh, God. it Okay. That's one of my guilty pleasures. I love that album. It's actually only got like five tracks.
0: Well, jay is an amazing really producer yeah. Yeah. and yeah. rapper. December 7th, Lindsay Lohan releases her debut album, Speak. Because she's has trouble doing that? Yep. And uh, actually, the other day when it snowed, I thought Lindsay Lohan had sneezed on my front lawn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> December 8th. She's having a rough time, ladies and gentlemen. Dimebag Daryl is mar- murdered on stage while performing uh, in Columbus, Ohio by a deranged fan. Pantera fans, rest my in My heart bed. goes out to you. That day sucked. My 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 heart goes out for the other seven victims. Yes. Everybody mm. forgets that, uh, just thinks he was the only one. No, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah his a security
2: guard that has been with Pantera and involved with Damage Plan, he jumped on him to try to be a human body shield and you end
0: up paying the price as well
2: Yeah, so did some fans Yeah, it was it was terrible I'll never forget that day Finding out
0: One of the greatest guitar players of all time Time for music Or film <laughs> okay. Music, Movies. film, more music <laughs> Movies Yeah, okay I like got the top 100 We'll just glaze over some of them You can oh, give me your I'm yes, so yes so or no excited. Shrek 2 Yes The Shreckening Spider-Man <laughs> 2 Still spidering, right? Spider Man 2 might actually be the, the best, best Spider Man movie. Passion of the Christ. I saw it in theater. People I know who saw it said it's an amazing and powerful it, film. It,
4: wow. Yeah, it is. It's
0: a 10 out of 10. Mel Gibson it, is an amazing filmmaker.
4: It's one of those that the movie gets done and like just nobody talks Nobody for half an hour. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's People, just quiet.
4: Everyone left the theater quiet. Crazy. Everyone, yeah. Or crying. Yeah.
0: Meet the fuckers. Eh, yeah, that's right. what I thought. Eh. The Incredibles. Yes. yes Harry Potter and the Prisoner of X-Bagas <laughs> the Casablan that's absolutely third one <laughs> yes that's yeah. directed by one of the best I think it's Alejandro and E2 or something one of the greatest sure. characters of all time The Day After Tomorrow
4: I, you know, James I liked
0: oh The Bourne Supremacy. oh yeah I am not all a fan those of are those good. So those are just fun dumb watch movies you mm-hmm. know like I, that's how I feel about Fast and Furious yeah like just good car chases. It's all like that. It's a, junk food. Like
4: you, you're you flipping through channels and there's nothing else on. And then, like, oh, Born Identities on TNT.
0: Sweet. I can watch him beat up seven people at once. <laughs> it's a cheap James Bond to me. It is. But it's, I, like, I get yeah, that. it's like junk food. I you get know. That. Uh, National Treasure.
2: I you do like yes. the first yeah. one. I yeah. love Nicolas Cage. And it's been a big Nicolas Cage 2018 with Mandy and Mom and Dad, the two big kind of horror movies he did. Polar
0: Express. Eh. I I Robot.
2: Uh, Will eh. Smith. No. Mm-hmm. I love Will Smith though. I want him to have a comeback because I don't think he's had a like a sizable. Let's we'll like...
4: see how he does with Genie. Mm. Those are big I shoes know. to fill.
2: That's a weird thing.
3: No.
2: Ah, he's got the charisma though. Troy.
3: Oh, no. Fred Pitt. No. It.
2: Oceans Twelve. I skipped that. I don't like that franchise. That's that to me. That's just like. Like I like. You gotta change the formula I yes. mean it's, it's based on like an old Kind of thing it's just it, I never Liked it it just didn't it wasn't funny Or anything Fifty first date yes. I love that, that movie is excellent. That's yeah. probably one of the last Adam Sandler movie, One of the last Ooh. Adam Sandler movies I really love. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler movies I really <laughs> loved Let me repeat that five
0: more times 50 new <laughs> beers Van Helsing
2: Yes I liked it I understand that it's just I'm not sure if that would stand the test of time because it was super CG. Well, like you were saying with like uh, uh, Fast and the Furious, those are the types of movies for me that are like they're junk, fun, junk
0: food, they're yeah. junk yeah. food. I uh, get that. Yeah. Fahrenheit 9/11. Have not seen it. Oh, Michael Moore. I went to the theater to see it by myself. It was really actually, good. actually I just saw his last one too. It was really good. Was really gets, it Really good. Talks about the Flint water. Yeah, yeah. and it'll. Ooh. I left furious.
2: Uh, That makes me mad Because I was listening to a podcast recently And they were like You know any one of these billionaires Could literally have one of their accountants Scoot enough money
0: over Mm -hmm. To where they wouldn't even notice And it would take care of that Mm, The thing about Flint Water is They did um, open up the old source of water Only for Ford Motor Company Because it was rusting out their
5: parts So Fuck
2: this country Somebody figure If there's a billionaire (laughs) listening Please save the people of Flint Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Jim Carrey's Career. Dodgeball. Yes, I like
0: that movie. Super funny. The Grudge. Love it. Mm
2: -hmm. The Village.
0: Actually, yes. that was a Shyamalan movie. And like Ding Dong. No,
2: I liked it. Yeah, it was fine. I'm, a lot of people panned it. It's got I another
0: re- one coming out with um, Bruce Willis. That yeah, looks like awesome. a sequel, I believe. It's a
2: sequel to Split and Unbreakable. Yeah. The, the problem people have with it is, oh, the twist, the twist. And it's like, you know what? Honestly, if you go into those movies and not think about that crap, The Village, The End, The Twist is
0: pretty sweet. It is. I thought so too. The Aviator.
3: I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Really good. Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. That was the best picture winner. Mm-hmm. Princess, the Princess Diaries 2. Royal oh. Engagement. No. no. Uh, I didn't, no? didn't see the first one. first Uh-oh. one was way better. Mean Girls. Yes. That's a classic. Never seen it. SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Hell yeah. I laughed my dick off.
2: Okay. <laughs> Anchorman. Yeah. Oh, oh my course. God. That movie changed my life. The Notebook.
3: Oh, yeah. yes. That movie
2: changed all women's life Yep
4: <laughs> Setting up the bar That's right Now whenever
0: The <laughs> <laughs> note Ah, uh, yes. Let's see. Where were we? We're the nobody, alien versus predator. <clears throat> I don't like how they portrayed predator in it. So, no. Here we go. Just can't believe this made the top 50. Garfield, the movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, the yes. only movie Bill Murray regrets. White chicks. <laughs> oh, uh, I skipped it. Uh, Kill Bill volume two. Absolutely. Still killing. It. Yep. Love it. The Manchurian yeah. Candidate. No. Uh, Barbershop two.
3: Mm.
0: Barbershops are pretty funny. Yeah. Hellboy. It I, loved,
2: I fucking love Hellboy. That's Gilmore de, de, yeah, that Del Toro. Gil, girl, I can't see it. del Toro. Thank you, Josh. Check out his Shape of Water. That's a great movie.
3: <laughs>
2: Friday Night Lights. <laughs> I did like that movie. Stepford Wives. <laughs> it was okay. Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Love it. That was one of the best remakes of all time. Yeah,
0: absolutely. The butterfly effect. Oh, oh very love good. Love
2: it. It's a was, it's a weird hit or miss though because if you rewatch it, it's kind of like oh god, this is really two thousands. Like yeah. all the new it, metal and I like, have to give it, and all that.
4: I have to give Ashton Kutcher credit where credits due though. For being a, a comedic actor. actor, he did pretty fantastic. Well, he movie. was
0: he was still doing uh, that 70s show at the time. Wasn't I think it? It? I, the, that was yeah. the movie that came out after Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah, yeah to go <laughs> from that kind of role to a, such a serious uh, role. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. Okay. Oh boy! Here's
4: the thing, I love that whole series: Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick, uh, Riddick, with, which just came out mm-hmm. four or five years ago. Love them. Vin Diesel kills it in those movies.
2: I loved Pitch Black. I legitimately loved it. And Chronicles of Riddick, I think it ends with him being like the chosen one or something. Mm-hmm. He's like cool. sitting on yeah. the throne. Yep. Scoop. And I liked it. Saw. Yeah. Yes. No. The first one's great. No, the first no. one the first torture one porn. Set I don't do torture porn but I hate it I hate no I don't hate Saw but I hate the franchise because mm-hmm. yeah. it sparked such an uproar of torture porn mm-hmm. Blade Trinity
4: oh so good Ryan Pretty Reynolds good. that's Pretty. probably my favorite Blade
2: it's also the funny one of the funnier Ryan Reynolds roles yeah too. Patton
4: Oswalt is in that as well Blade is he totally. a vampire yeah, uh, he is like the tech Hmm. geek he's not a vampire but he works with them Jessica Biel is in that movie too is that
2: the one Triple H H is in or is that
4: yes Triple H is in Blade Trinity
0: Cinderella story terrible Phantom of the Opera yes Yes. I love that movie Resident Evil Apocalypse I thought it was fine yeah Fat Albert I don't even remember that (laughs) uh let's see here Uh, Walking Tall that was all right. The Rock was in that Napoleon Dynamite oh that's a classic uh, you got served, Tina. Eat your food, <laughs> Catwoman.
2: Oh, a lot of guys fap to that. Maybe those are sad
0: individuals. Team America, As we
2: all Police. look at Rocks. Yes! Okay, yes. Of all the movies you've said, America! legitimately one of my favorite comedies of all time. I saw it with my dad for his bachelor party, and Napoleon we Napoleon Dynamite's better. Sorry, we were laughing so <laughs> hard. I'll agree to you, but Thank America, you. fuck yeah, is such a cool <laughs> song.
3: <laughs>
0: Open Water. Good movie. That looked freaky. It was, Too freaky for me to watch. Yeah, you wouldn't... Is that the haunted... That's like the type of horror I like, where you don't see much. Mm-hmm. They're out in the water, and yeah. there's a shark. Yeah, they uh, get left behind. And they're... And they, yeah, they're a couple.
2: One of them mm-hmm. is bleeding. It's really scary. And,
0: yeah. Imagine your wife gets grabbed by a shark and killed. See?
2: Do I live? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> we know
0: where your allegiance right? stands. Jersey girl!
4: Oh. Nah.
0: One of my favorite? personal favorite great comedies, The Life Aquatic. Great, seen g- great it. movie. Super awesome movie. And Hotel Rwanda. Good movie too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Film debuts that year, two thousand four. Emily Blunt. I love her. By the way, my favorite, probably my favorite horror movie of the year. She's in A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. She's in My Summer of Love. She's also going to be Mary Poppins. Yep. Yes. Dash, Josh Duhamel. The pictures of Dorian Gray. Megan Fox: Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen.
4: That movie was so stupid. Nick
0: Frost and another one of my favorite uh, uh, comedies, oh. Shaun of the Dead. Yes. yes.
2: Okay, you're right. If that did that come out that, that year? That did. Jesus, that, that is
0: have, a was his debut. So therefore, huge. Yeah. It just <laughs> it's didn't it, do well, though.
2: It did. It That's a cult classic. Yes. classic. Yes.
0: Now. Uh, John Heater In Napoleon Dynamite.
2: Yep. Ed Helms
0: in Blackball The Bobby Dukes Story. Jonah Hill and I Heart Huckabees. Oh, that's a good one. And Chris Pine in The Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement. I forgot he was in that. What a stud. Ooh. Here's some news. Bad eyebrows though.
4: He's he's got bad eyebrows.
2: You, okay, quick question to the to the lady of okay. the of the group. Chris Pine or William Shatner, who's hotter as Captain as the Captain of the Enterprise? Um Chris Pine or William Shatner.
4: Oh. Honestly, I'd say Shatner. Yeah. Okay. It was Chris Pine. Chris Pine just has a weird. Versa- look yeah. About yeah. him. Although if it's the, what is it? The, all the Chris's that do, um, the Chris Tucker Marvel movies. What is it? Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth and mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. Yeah. That's a no brainer. It was Chris oh, Pratt. Who's the number- Chris Pratt. Easily Chris yeah. Pratt. Because he's a real dude. He's the best one. And he has a goat farm. I follow him on Instagram. Chris Pratt's the best.
2: Well, actually, of all the Avenger, Avengers and Marvel movies, I count Guardians of the Galaxy as my favorite. Mind you. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think that would be Larry's favorite, too, if he even watched one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Comic books, nerd. Well, that's what is, <laughs> isn't it? So. <laughs> News U.S. media releases graphic photos of American soldiers abusing and sexually humiliating Iraqi prisoners at Abu Ghraib. Gay marriage begins in Massachusetts The first state To legalize So Senate Intelligence Committee reports that Intelligence on Iraq's weapons programs Was mm, overstated and flawed Uh, Whoopsies And uh, Let's see here Congress extends tax cuts Due to expire at the end of 2005 I don't know why I read that George Bush is re-elected President Inventions Oh, this website called Facebook. Yes.
2: Oh, no. I joined in 2000. S- late 2006. Yeah. Everybody hopped my space. To Firefox
0: Facebook. was hot. Yep. As yep. a browser. iPods, of course, were the MP3 player of the time. Bluetooth is invented as is HDTV and DVRs. <laughs> and Skype is introduced. I used, still... I
2: used it today to be on the Pop Cult Net podcast talking about horror movies. Ah, uh, yes,
0: sports fans. February oh, first, Super Bowl X X X V I I I. New York, New England Patriots, thirty-two, Carolina Panthers, twenty-nine. Ah, uh, Janet Jackson, one breast. <laughs> August eighth, John Elway, Barry Sanders, are both inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Love September- you, love you, Barry. September 19th, Jerry Rice's uh, unbelievable record of 274 games with a catch finally ends. (laughs) October 27th, the Boston Red Sox sweep the St. Louis Cardinals four games to one, to none, I mean, to win the World Series for the first time in 86 years. And coincidentally, Stephen King decided with uh, Stu and Onan decided they were going to write a book chronicling the entire 2004 Boston Red Sox They're both Red Sox fans Not knowing that they would End up winning the World Series Wow The book is called uh, Faithful I've read it It's amazing And the NBA Finals The Detroit Pistons In a major upset Defeat the heavily favored Los Angeles Lakers Four games to one
3: It
0: is the first Pistons NBA title in 14 years And now my friends Spend your time Capsule Pop sounds so weird back then. This yeah. is
4: like honestly that, like early to mid two thousands is really my, like my niche go to.
0: Is it? Yes, we're hip hop. I was like, ugh, it needed to be know, revamped. It, it
4: got like, real bubblegummy there for a it while. did, and then, then
0: thank God it's made it come. You back. know
4: why? Well, now it's so ja Rule now all the like, down
2: hip hop yeah. yeah. Rn- <laughs> and r&b is like so literal now like the the popular stuff it's like girl i'm gonna fuck you in your pussy i'm gonna come <laughs> in your pussy it's coming out my dick it's going in the pussy the pussy like it's like super literal or it's like eat my ass eat it up eat my ass the new single from burp
0: it's like come on man really oh yeah H- how much more literal produced do we by need- produced by three knuckles deep (pur喪ner) what what did the rock songs sound like back then brian get off here (laughs) (äche) no
2: it's like the rock was you had to get an abortion because i make no monies i make no monies because the economy sucks by the way
0: here's a detuned
1: riff
0: rock and country kind of became (sighs) the same in that time period (laughs) i do too
4: yeah, and now, been,
0: and now rock is dead and country is thriving.
4: Yeah, because I was, I, I think, a freshman in high school. So it would have been like 2005 ish. And I hung out with all friends that listen to country. So I had like a one year country phase. And
0: country's <laughs> stupid is I, literal be, as fuck, too. It's like, <laughs> I'm breaking can- bear and snorting <laughs> coat. Kick my dog <laughs> in the face. Now I'm lighting my wife on fire because she didn't clean
4: up this place. I, honestly, all country songs are are just like well-described nouns. Exactly. I got a dirty truck. Dirty truck. In a dry cornfield. I got a dirty truck. A cold beer on my wood porch. This oh. is and
2: things, people. Come on. <laughs> I know. I, that's she said noun. I'm like, a noun, noun is a person, place, or
0: thing <laughs> in my head really quick. There you go, new country song. Exactly. <laughs> noun. Noun. Kenny On my Chesney. new album, verb. Verb. <laughs> Kenny Chesney Junior. <laughs> Junior. Mm, remixed uh, pronouns edition.
2: All right. So the guys that want to know the facts, we got to get to it. <laughs> Pat Tillman. We're only forty minutes in. It's fine. I wrote a song once called "I Want to." F- I want to fuck my stepdaughter in the back
0: of my
4: pickup truck that
0: was S- that was stolen actually by <laughs> i think that's a descript- luke, i think
4: that's a luke bryan yeah, i think song. it is whoever that is yeah actually, I actually
0: like i i write
2: i write this cheesy country song and, and, he, then I whips it again, and it he becomes a, I, I think this is a description to get her to the- drunk on the path blue the ribbon and i put it in her butt in the back of my poor truck what was the name of that song again the I one I fuck wrote. My step- the one that I you- want to fuck my stepdaughter in the back of my pickup truck. I think that's the description to the Pornhub clip I whacked off to, to today. Ah, <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Where are my royalties? I know. Right? <laughs> Terrible. Patrick Daniel Tillman, born November 6, 1976, died April 22nd,
0: 2004. Wow, was a- same age as me. Would have been.
2: Yeah. He was Eesh. a professional American football player in the National Football League, NFL. <laughs> something about that theme that makes you want to just stand up and like salute the flag or something or eat a hot dog or kneel yeah (laughs) we'll get into that diamond now according to the wiki he left his career in the nfl to join the u.s army in june of 2002 in the aftermath of september 11th attacks. by the way i joined the army or joined the army oh joined the Navy navy in february 25th 2002 as well same
0: year. His brother also joined, giving you up did? a baseball career. Minor league, right? Yep. What was the name of the team again? It was the Cleveland Indians minor league team. Wow. No, I couldn't find. I looked into it to see if what his abilities were, but couldn't find anything.
2: Tillman joined the Army Rangers, which is kind of like the SEAL team of the Army, and served several tours in combat before he was killed in the mountains of Afghanistan. Unfortunately they're uh, super unfortunately because obviously when this happened, this was a big, big fucking deal. Now there's this great article from the intercept.com written by Ryan DeVro that was published in 2017, kind of detailing his life. And I want to, I wanted to give him credit because this is a really great breakdown of how this story went. Now, as of recently in the, of 2007, Trump shared a tweet from one of his supporters. It included an image of Pat Tillman, the former NFL safety-turned-U.S. Army Ranger who was killed in Afghanistan in the spring of 2004. And it read, quote, NFL player Pat Tillman joined the U.S. Army in 2002. He was killed in action in 2004. He fought for our country slash freedoms. Hashtag stand for our anthem. Hashtag boycott NFL. (laughs) Now, according to... According to Ryan's uh, article here, the intent of the president's retweet was clear. Trump was co-signing a suggestion that Tillman was a true patriot, unlike those who have chosen to kneel during the national anthem and those that those protests dishonor his legacy. I can't
0: be in the rain to right. honor our soldiers and veterans. Day,
2: I saw. A cl- I saw a picture of him at the funeral for H. W. Bush, which uh, we had the l- luxury, some of us, of having the day off. Mm-hmm. Some of us, I watched. Us yeah,
0: I watched the funeral.
2: Um, he the the one picture of him, his eyes are closed, so he looks like he's asleep.
0: All the other presidents could have been they caught him mid wink or mid or mid shrug or mid sigh or mid eye roll. He wouldn't even acknowledge the existence of the Clintons. <laughs>
2: just move forward. Just move yeah. forward. I'm sorry. It's okay. It Don't just worry. I'll about, about it later. It's easy to understand why Tillman would make an attractive figure to Trump and his mm-hmm. base. His army photo reflects an image of a certain type, and we'll the post-
0: jawline on that man, dude. dude. He looks like that is the manliest man ever. I honestly, he looks like I'm, handsome squidward. I'm looking
2: yeah. at I'm looking at this picture of him right now, and we'll post it on the Instagram. This is a sexy man beast. He needs to be teamed up with the Rock, taking mm-hmm. down all the expendables in some sort of like great action film that will never come out unfortunately but in my mind maybe one day is
0: chisel jaw broad Mm -hmm. shoulders white skin as a man who possesses no jawline i'd follow him into battle (laughs) yep
2: but um just looking at his photo and the superficial facts of his tale is to miss everything important about his by the way obviously sorry
0: but that ranger outfit
2: badass well he's actually these are camo army fatigues oh, okay. he was a specialist which is what i was too um but the navy version which is a third class petty officer doesn't um, sound as impressive it doesn't petty officers <laughs> it sounds, doesn't sound good when somebody calls you a petty officer yeah. just like what do you what am i petty about bro yeah but unless, like you handle like petty little fights i'm a specialist <laughs> it's like whoa bro or a corporal like oh, in, yeah. yeah it's like Come on. I got to follow that guy.
0: Yeah. Not the third class petty officer. I'm in charge of her. Uh, does everybody have an ice cold surge? It looks like it's your, your shows are untied. You better tie them now or else I'll send you in. I think I'm, I'm pretty petty. Can
4: we all agree that after this episode comes out, Ryan needs to find a picture of himself in his
2: Navy, gear. in his
4: Navy gear. You I post it. it I post it.
2: Yep. All right. I'll post it. Got to join the close group, though, because yep. I don't put that on the main feed. No. Only right. the good, good, good doobies who join the close group get that. So, doobies. You do bets. So, few episodes of the post-9-11 era have called down more disgrace upon the military than its handling of Tillman's <laughs> death and its treatment of his family in their search for answers. The most comprehensive documentation of those events can be found in three uh, counts two books, boot, uh, um, title "Boots on the Ground" by Dusk, my tribute to Pat Tillman, written by God. This makes me want to cry. His mother, Mary. Mm. Uh, the other book is "Where Men Win Glory" by John Crocker, as well as a 2006 story by Gary Smith for Sports Illustrated. Which I gotta attest to Sports Illustrated and ESPN when they do a like thorough like documentary or or just a a great article, they nail it.
0: 30 for 30? Yep. Um, or the new uh, basketball love story documentary. I haven't seen that. So, oh, it's amazing. Is it? Yeah, I'll check it out. They're a nice little bite-sized 10-15 minute. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like the Ephus. Yeah. How's that do? Um, R. Oh, R. 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 People want
2: a final episode. I'm going to get you and Marty in the same filled, room together. Yeah. Together, they offer an invaluable corrective to the simplistic depictions of Tillman, revealing a complex person and charting the ways in which officials at the highest level of U.S. government sought to capitalize off his death, just like they always do. Disgusting. It is the worst thing, because what you have here... Now, we'll break this down into two facets. As I go through this, you have the fake story, Mm. and then you have the real story. The real story is tragic, But it does not make him less heroic. Right. In my mind. What makes it gross is what they take from the real story to make it a fake story. Yeah. The thing is, you don't have to course correct on this sort of stuff because people understand that shit happens. And we'll get into it a lot post the middle clip because you're going to hear from somebody who's Mm. very important to the story. Now. Tillman was 25 years old when he mm. joined the army, placing him on the older side of military enlistees. Now, if you're curious, the, I think the age, the close off is 35 yep. to join the service.
0: So... And he can still be drafted.
2: That's true. Put him in the kitchen, folks. Mm-hmm. It makes a mean burrito. Mm, yep. The <laughs> so, man can peel potatoes. So... His decision was born out of the conclusion that his comfortable existence in the U.S., being a football player, making a lot of money, mm-hmm. made little sense in the months after 9-11. He wanted meaning. And he, that's what we all want.
0: He it just came off a uh, $150,000 a year contract, was offered a $3 million contract, turned it down to join the Army.
2: I'd buy him a beer right now.
0: Yeah.
2: i buy him a lot of beers. Fuck, I'll buy mm-hmm. his tab for the night. He wanted to do something that mattered and he wanted to continue a lifelong project of placing himself in challenging situations. You know, I think that a lot of times when we graduate from school or finish college or even, you know, do things. Josh, you play video games. That's your thing. It's a challenge to finish a game, to platinum a game. You consistently continue to do that. I know we can call you a nerd. And I do it lovingly. I do, too. But you continually challenge yourself with games. I do it yeah. with board games. I do it with video games. I do it with girlfriends who continually... I have to <laughs> leave. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Got a little too real there. Going okay, back there. to this show. Now, along with his brother, Kevin, Tillman chose to enlist. And Larry brought him up. He was the baseball player. It was the same decision thousands of other young people of his mm-hmm. generation made. I did the same like, in the aftermath of 9-11.
0: My no. cousin's serving right now. Thank you, sir. Love you, Troy.
2: Both of the Tillman boys were, by all accounts, independent-minded, free thinkers who enjoyed good books and good debates. Chess pounding jocks, they were not. And like many others who choose to come to the nation's defense following 9 11, he was a hippie,
0: a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he was like. I'll post a um. There's a just before he there's a, uh, a, a clip I saw on YouTube that just it only covers his football career in Arizona, and that dude was a hippie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Their worldview would would evolve as they saw George W. Bush's global war on terrorism up close, just like I did. And I'll talk about that in my own retrospective while I go through this information. What set Tillman apart was what he left behind. A $3.6 million contract with the Arizona Cardinals. The ties between the U.S. military and the NFL, by the way, run
0: deep. (laughs) Guys, we got to watch football.
4: Every time I hear that, I want to like find a football and tuck it under my arm and do one
0: of those. Now yeah, you just blow your knee out, though. You're oh right. wait, <laughs> make a mean bean dip.
2: That's mm. right. Yeah. With the Department of Defense giving millions of taxpayer dollars to the NFL in recent years for various campaigns for recruitment <laughs> and to support the troops, Tillman vowed. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bless you, Josh. Thank um, you. This this bothers me, but. It is a it is a point of a characteristic of a human being that I respect so much. It's when people do when somebody does something where it's unrewarded, selfless, selfless Mm -hmm. is the term. Tillman vowed that he would do no interviews once his enlistment became public and he stuck to it. So he took. He knew this was going to be a big deal. If you were a football player in the NFL, I mean, just thinking about it, it was the the, the, the war on terror that <laughs> just started. You cut a 3.6 contract to join the service and not only beat... This isn't a boot camp... Elug- this wasn't the
0: Elvis Presley treatment.
2: No, this was literally <laughs> nothing. Do not publicize this, but they're going to do it anyways. Join, but not only join, join the Rangers. Mm -hmm. Look, I run and it's hard. It's three to five miles every other day. Being a Ranger means running like a, probably a good 7.5 on your treadmill. If you're a runner out there listening. Is that with your gear on? Yes. In sand. And that's, look, that's like a eight to
0: seven minute mile. Seven, probably more of a seven. Minute probably mile. more than he went through an NFL training.
2: Yeah, well, he got bulked up. If you look at pictures of him in this in the NFL versus in the service, yeah, he, he would have come
0: back and played linebacker as opposed to he could have played all positions.
2: Yeah. Um. So anyway. That did not stop the public and the Bush administration from seizing on this story. No matter how much he intended to stay off the radar, Tillman became a living, breathing symbol of honor, sacrifice, and the symbiotic relationship that the military and the NFL harbored slash had. They wanted to use them. Tillman enlisted expecting to join the fight against Al-Qaeda in the effort to bring Osama bin Laden to justice because he cared about his country. Fuck, man, when I saw those burning buildings and I... Synergy a little bit here. <laughs> you bastards! Durka durka. See, te- see the movie Team America. So anyway, at the time, it was so scary. Like, I mean, I remember thinking, like, I had a friend of mine who was like, what if they... Fly- I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. What if they fly a plane into the Lansing capital? I'm like, for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> it's... Sorry, I'm just bad to laugh at. I still remember. It. I still remember he was so scared, and I was just laughing my ass
0: off. Well, you you talk about that. Watch that Fahrenheit 9 yeah. 11 movie, and one of the things that stuck out was they went to the, like some Podunk city in Wisconsin. They're like, well, they'll take out our water tower. They will. They take out the water tower. They've cut the they've cut the heart out of our, of our city. I tell you what, I gave old Margie there a $10 tip because they fly a one into Margie's diner. I'm done. I get no bacon and eggs on Sunday. Oh, dear. Yeah. If they take out the ranch plant, we're all screwed. <sighs> they use butter with that ranch. We've put all our cheese curds in underground storage. We have <laughs> the secret sauce is Thousand Island. I tried slipping them a 20 to crash into Farmer Williams farm to take out his I think he just turned. Uh, he
4: just went Amish. Amish,
0: yeah. <laughs> My like, dearest yeah. Marjorie.
2: I'm sure there's an Amish person or My dearest Marjorie. I, I turned to be myself. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm making candles. Uh, Tillman was a student of history and formed his own opinions. Uh, it, Tillman had this idea of Osama bin Laden. Um before he was sent to Iraq, but the evidence indicates that he loaded it immediately because he saw through it. Cause he was a honest Abe type guy. He read a lot. He, um, many of the world's great religious texts, even though he considered himself an atheist, mm-hmm. which I would give myself more of an agnostic, not an atheist, but I get where he's coming from. Shortly after arriving in the country, he confided in his brother, and their friend, Russell Bear, that he thought the invasion and
0: occupation were, this is verbatim, quote, fucking illegal. That's, wow. He just gave it all up to find out that. That is... That's
2: the same thing. That is
1: crushing.
0: That's the same thing that I went through
2: in Cuba, and that's why I have panic attacks. He had loose plans to meet with Massachusetts Institute of Technology Linguist and anti-war intellectual Noam Chomsky once he got out of the military. Still, as much as Tillman resented the Bush administration's war of aggression, he refused to walk away from the military. Because I'm going to tell you this. Even if you hate the mission, when you fall in line in service and you're serving with your brothers and sisters, it's like this. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give it up. You love each other. You care about mm-hmm. each other because you're doing you're part of a you're part of a mission. And what makes it more present for those people in the service is that you're there with each other 24-7. You fucking see all the kinks. You can't hide the farts, the burps. I mean, it's all there. The boners. So, the bo- mm, that doesn't happen. I mean, I guess if you're, if you're a consenting gay couple, that's fine. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, I never walked into a room and was like, I have a boner for a girl that's a thousand miles away. <laughs> I took care of that shit. So oh, our friend, the slide whistle players here. So he continued uh, to just hate on this time. It's still as much as Tillman resented the Bush administration war of Gresson. He did refuse to walk away until his commitments were met. Even wow. after conversations between the NFL and the defense department presented an opportunity to do so. Now, We love the military serve your country. Yeah. Early on in their deployment, Tillman and his brother were called upon to join a quick reaction force, providing backup to rescue Jessica Lynch. Now, I don't know if you guys remember this story, but I'm going to read, you with this. The 19 year old private's capture and rescue was one of the most famous and widely reported stories of the early stage of the Iraq war. It was also an egregious exercise in official lies and government propaganda. Oh, fucking course it was. God damn it! In an account fed to the Washington Post and regurgitated far and wide, the American public was told that Lynch engaged in a quote fight to the death with Iraqi forces, being overrun and thrown into the darkest, darkest depths of Iraqi captivity. While it was true that Iraqi forces ambushed the convoy Lynch was part of and that 11 American troops lost their lives. Larry's drunk. Many of the events described (laughs) in the sensational account did not actually transpire. Iraqis on the ground had in fact worked at great personal risk to return the young private back to the Americans. Once she was taken captive. And while she had indeed suffered substantial physical and emotional trauma as a result of the ordeal, Lynch herself blasted the fabrications about her experience in testimony before Congress in 2007. She said, quote, I'm still confused as to why they chose to lie and try to make me a legend when the real heroics were that of my fellow soldiers that day. They were legendary.
0: I don't even remember hearing about the 2007.
2: Yeah. She went to Congress because what no one wants to fuck? report on it. Exactly. And this is why we do this show because mm-hmm. motherfuckers don't ever hear this side of things. I heard about this and I never knew about this until yesterday when I started researching this. I'm serious. This is it's,
0: maddening. It is. It's super maddening because that was a legit story that I would have told my kids in one day. You know, it, it makes you want to watch something to make you forget all this happened.
1: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> football is
2: great. Let me go grab us some Taco Bell guys footballs. <laughs> <on>. well, <laughs> well, you did say it's maddening, and there's no more, nothing more football than going into a Madden. Yeah, 2004. Now, in his journal, Tillman (laughs) observed that the buildup of forces around the Lynch rescue suggested a quote a big public relations stunt. So Tillman knew this was bullshit. He was right about the larger dynamics surrounding Lynch's rescue. That the truth of what happened on the ground during the ordeal would be distorted to present the American public with a more inspiring story. He had no way of knowing, however that the pattern would repeat itself the following year, this time with him at the center. We're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're gonna get to what happened to our dear Mr. Tillman.
5: We had been coming out of um, an enemy ambush, coupled with the fact that we had no knowledge of friendly in the area.
1: Friendly fire has always been a part of war, but few cases have grabbed the headlines, like the 2004 shooting of NFL player turned Army Ranger Pat Tillman. Now, Stephen Elliott is making headlines of his own, stepping from the shadows to say he thinks he shot Tillman. In
5: my mind, you're you're not considering even the possibility that if there's muzzle flashes, if there's human figures or shapes
1: adjacent to those muzzle flashes, well, they they have to be bad guys. There couldn't be good guys. And so he and another soldier fired. The forensic investigation determined that Pat Tillman was killed by one of two weapons, one of which was the caliber that you were firing. So where does that leave you in terms of what happened and, and whether you ultimately took his life? Like, that forensic knowledge hasn't
5: changed my sense of responsibility for my my portion of um, of the tragedy
1: the road leading up to Elliot's painful public admission was littered with the debris of his unraveling emotional state
5: basically if if i if i didn't drink i couldn't sleep reliving components of the event or or reliving um you know scenes of war um uh, in the form of a nightmare was very very
1: common in the midst of it he got married Honestly, I didn't even understand the true depth of what he went through until very recently. It was only when Elliot recognized the PTSD tearing him apart that he decided to get help, and he and his wife decided to share his story for the sake of other suffering vets.
5: While our circumstances were perhaps unique because of their tie to, to Pat, um, they're not unique at all with respect to a lot of the trauma that people are trying to work, work their way through.
1: He soon found a way to reach out to other traumatized vets as their advocate in this Olympia, Washington courtroom. Truth is, uh, you've earned a lot of credit with the courts. So. Thurston County Veterans Court is a diversion program for criminal defendants with conditions related to their military service. Welcome to Veterans Court. Presiding Judge Brent Buckley asked Elliot to help.
5: I thought it would be really helpful for the folks to hear his story and realize that as bad as their experiences were, here's
1: somebody who's made a real success of their life uh, in the face of those very same experiences. This was ostensibly to help other veterans. Was it helpful to you? Probably the biggest benefit,
5: it cures you on some level of the, uh, the myth of isolation.
1: As he journeys along his road to healing and redemption, Elliot accepts that what happened will always be a part of him but he says it won't define him. There were ultimately two shooters who were aiming where Pat Tillman was. If if someone came out with the evidence right now that said, lo and behold, it was the other guy's bullet, not yours, would that change anything? No, because I still I still fired there. I still made that choice. All
5: of us felt a level of responsibility of just like, well, I wouldn't want, if that was the case, um, I wouldn't want... If that was the case, I wouldn't want uh, Trevor uh, to bear that burden.
2: Segment full of the segments you know and love. We're back in the Shoop Kitchen studio to talk more about Pat Tillman. So let's go. Tillman and his brother landed in Afghanistan on April 8th, 2004. They were halfway through their commitment to the army, the end was in sight. Then on mm. April 22nd, Tillman was killed in the province of Coast along Afghanistan's eastern border. Now, the NFL player turned national hero was awarded the Silver Star two weeks later. What are you doing here? Have you tried the gross? What's that? I make a mean curry, I do. (laughs) You're far from home. Yeah.
0: I don't think curry is (laughs) really a dish I serve there.
2: I make it with Wisconsin ranch.
0: Ah, well, there you go. That's authentic. Well, we're all going to be there
2: (laughs) for sure then. Uh, So the NFL player turned national hero was awarded the Silver Star two weeks later and Mm. his memorial service was broadcast on national television. The military provided a Navy SEAL whom the Tillman brothers had befriended with a narrative to read to mourners. It described how Tillman charged up a ridgeline braving enemy fire and died defending his fellow soldiers. A fittingly heroic end for the man who had become a symbolic. He became an image of honor and sacrifice for a country at war. But it wasn't quite true. As we heard from the middle clip, Tillman had in fact charged up a hill in an effort to defend the men he served with including his brother he was not Mm. however killed by the enemy within hours the military knew Tillman was killed by his fellow soldiers brought down by three bullets to the head let loose during spasms of wildly irresponsible but deliberate shooting he yelled quote I'm Pat fucking Tillman he had screamed in a failed effort to stop the incoming Mm. fire Gary Smith, in his account for Sports Illustrated, noted that for the men on the ground, the gravity of what happened sunk in quickly. Quote, America's most renowned soldier was dead and they had killed him. The episode unfolded at a particularly bad moment for the Bush administration. The week before Tillman was killed, the Pentagon's top officials learned of an upcoming 60 60 Minutes story detailing torture at an American-run detention facility in Iraq called Abu Ghraib.
0: I don't see the problem. I've shot my own man in the face before. Good training here.:
2: Yeah. The story detailing torture at an American-run facility in Iraq called Abu Ghraib. Meanwhile, in Fallujah, the military's campaign to take the Iraq city from jihadis was falling apart, mm. and the U.S. casualties in Iraq war hit a record high. The president's approval rank rating tanked. In Tillman's death, powerful officials saw an opportunity to spin a yarn of heroic sacrifice rather than an obligation to tell the truth. (laughs) Brigadier General Howard Yellen. What?
3: (laughs) That's my name.
2: Howard, Howard, we just need you to say a few things about the death of Pat Tillman. What do you need me to All right, never mind. We're going to have somebody (laughs) speak for you, Mr. Yellen. Mr. Whisper. Yeah, yeah, we've got Private Whispered who's going to come out there. I'm brave. I'm here to give
3: you. Can't hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry, stop yelling at me. I'm 20, I like Johnny. I had some beans. My slide was played.
2: <laughs> now, the view amongst the chain of command was that Tillman's death was like a quote steak dinner, a bite delivered on a garbage pan or garbage can cover. A steak dinner on a garbage can cover. Would you mm. eat it? No. <laughs> if it's a clean oh well, can. E-
3: hmm.
2: with, lo- with a loaded potato. And <laughs> some broccoli.
0: I just picture Oscar oh. the Grouch like. <laughs> Send this steak back. I don't know what Oscar sounds like. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> The
2: military's initial investigation, filed days after the incident, which described acts of gross negligence and called for the Army's Armini, Army's Armini. Army Armini? Army's criminal investigation command to determine whether the shots were fired with quote criminal intent, was buried. Oh. In an echo of the Lynch episode, the Bush administration and the U.S. military shamelessly ran with the fabricated account of Tillman's death. And the hours after Tillman was killed. His uniform and personal effects were destroyed, meaning key, what? meaning key forensic evidence of what many men in his platoon knew was a case of fratricide was lost. Tillman's fellow soldiers were c- told to keep quiet, including in their conversations with his brother, Kevin, who was on the mission, but at a different location when the fatal shots were fired. Right away, the military <laughs> lied to Tillman's parents, initially telling the family that an enemy combatant killed their son as he stepped out of a vehicle. The military kept the truth from them. Though Tillman's memorial service along the seal who cared for Tillman and his brother to annoyingly describe to the entire country a sequence of events with even more embellishment. Now Tillman had made it clear that he did not want a military funeral. He was cremated mm-hmm. instead. Quote, Pat's a fucking champion and always will be his baby brother. Richard said at the service, quote, just make no mistake, he wanted me to say this. He's not with God. He's fucking dead. He's not religious, so thanks for your thoughts, but he's fucking dead. Mm. Unquote. <sighs> Lieutenant Colonel Ralph Culratch, an Army officer tapped to lead one of the early investigations into the incident, was apparently so profoundly unsettled by Tillman's lack of religion that he at one point suggested that their absence of faith was absence of faith was the reason they couldn't come to terms with Pat's death quote I'm not, fuck really sh- off. I'm not really sure what they believe or how they can get their head around death Calrich told investigators in a follow up inquiry in 2004 so in my opinion quote in my opinion sir that is why they that is why I don't think they will ever be satisfied fuck off or maybe it's the fact that their loved one was killed unnecessarily And was covered up by a bunch of shitheads. Four weeks after the memorial service, Kevin Tillman's sergeant pulled him aside at their stateside base and told him his brother had been killed by friendly fire. Mm. Their mother Mary got the news from a reporter calling her for comment.
0: Oh, fuck. The military
2: withheld key fats from the, the Tillman family, even as it admitted the broad strokes of his death. It would take four years of digging, led chiefly by Mary, his mother and Kevin's mother, seven official investigations in two congressional hearings before some semblance of the truth surrounding Tillman's death was pride from the government. Good on them. More Mm -hmm. than 2000 pages of testimony released by the Associated Press in 2007 revealed that army attorneys quote, sent each other congratulatory emails for keeping criminal investigators at bay. Unquote. Fuck off. And that the close proximity of the bullet holes in Tillman's forehead had raised serious questions from medical examiners as to the army's version of events. Quote, an alternative narrative narrative had to be constructed. Unquote. Kevin Tillman told lawmakers in a hearing that year, the same hearing where Jessica Lynch described how the government twisted her experience for its own benefit. Quote, after the truth of Pat's death was partially revealed, Tillman's brother said before the House committee, Pat was no longer of use as a sales asset (sighs) and became strictly the Army's problem. They were now left with the task of briefly briefing our family and answering our questions. Unquote. Kevin went on to say, quote, with any luck, our family would sink quietly into our grief and the whole unsavory episode would be swept under the rug. However, they miscalculated. They miscalculated our family's reaction. Through the amazing strength and perseverance of my mother, the most amazing woman on earth, who I would probably attest that there's some facts to that.
0: That's a Patriot right there. Our
2: family has managed to have multiple investigations conducted. However, with each investigation gathered more information, the mountain of evidence was never used to arrive at an honest or even sensible conclusion. Unquote. <sighs> Working tirelessly for years in the evenings after coming home from her job as a special education teacher. God damn! Oh, what that makes me
0: sad. Wonderful woman.
2: Mary Tillman pieced together what happened to her son, pouring the shocking findings Mm. into her book that you should read. Quote, they attach themselves to his virtue. Let let me just say something. Everybody who loves this show, if we could do this as a full-time job, this episode would have come with me reading this book before I could do this. But unfortunately, we have to work full-time jobs to get where we're at. And hopefully one day we can get to that point. But just let Just to let you know, like this episode means a lot to me and I would have went that full Monty. But continuing on, they attached themselves to his virtue and they threw him under the bus. She told Sports Illustrated, the mom, quote, they had no regard for him as a person he'd hate to be used for a lie. I don't care if they put a bullet through my head in the middle of the night. I'm not stopping, which sounds like the mom of Pat Tillman because they all sound like patriots. (laughs) where
0: you get his toughness.
2: Exactly. You always get it from your Get it from your mama. Tillman's mother laid much of the blame for the cover-up at the feet of Donald Rumsfeld, which is Secretary of Defense at the time. Rumsfeld had taken an early interest in the compelling story of the young... Rumsfeld. ...compelling story of the young football star who became an Army Ranger. In a 2008 interview (laughs) with Amy Goodman of Democracy Now... Mary explained that Rumsfeld, quote, had written Pat a letter when he enlisted, thanking him for enlisting. So Pat was in his radar, unquote. Tillman said it was, quote, ludicrous to think, unquote, that Rumsfeld is well-known. Donald Rumsfeld. A well-known micromanager <laughs> with a keen interest in special ops units wouldn't have immediately been notified of her son's fratricide, which is getting killed by a friend mm-hmm. fire. Quote, heads would have rolled if they didn't tell Rumsfeld, she said. Now, this is Rumsfeld's quote in front of the, a committee. I'm an asshole. I don't recall when I was told, and I don't recall who told me. Rumsfeld had said of the episode before Congress, "quote I know that I would not engage in a cover up." There's a oh picture. And there's a picture of him like
0: covering it up,
2: putting his index finger over his
0: balls with him with a shovel full of dirt. <laughs>
2: Rumsfeld wasn't the only senior Pentagon figure involved in the events following Tillman's death. At the time, the now-retired General Stanley McChrystal headed the famed Joint Special Ops Command, running the most secretive Pentagon's efforts in Afghanistan, including Tillman's Army Rangers platoon. 7 days after Tillman was killed, amid the mounting evidence of fratricide, McChrystal sent a memo up the chain of command as a heads up to the president and other senior officials who might make speeches about the incident. Quote, I felt it was essential you received the information as soon as we detected it. McChrystal wrote, in order to preclude any unknowing statements by our country's leaders, which might cause public embarrassment if the circumstances of Corporal Tillman's death become public the if at the end of the general statement was particularly concerning to the Tillman family, in part because subsequent investigations revealed that McChrystal was well aware of the fact that Tillman's death was a case of fratricide. When he sent the memo, Crocker in his book described McChrystal going to quote, extraordinary lengths to prevent the Tillman family from learning the truth about how Pat died. Fuck off. Appearing before the Senate armed services committee in 2009, McChrystal told lawmakers, Quote, we failed the family. He added, it was not intentional. Oh, in the wake of his death, Tillman's wife and high school sweetheart, Marie, set up a foundation in his name, the Pat Dillman Found- Foundation, which will I'll send Larry the link when he posts the episode okay. so you can check it out, to support veterans and their spouses with academic scholarships, which is exactly the type of thing we need to be engaged in. On Monday, she is sued. She, uh, sorry. She wasn't sued. Oh, God. On Monday, she issued a statement about the president's invocation of her late husband's name. "Quote: Pat's service, along with that of every man and woman's service, should never be politicized in a way that divides us. She wrote, the very action of self-expression, the freedom to speak from one's heart, no matter those views, is what Pat and so many other Americans have given their lives for, even if they didn't always agree with those views, unquote. Marie's statement went on, oh, it is my sincere hope that our leaders both understand and learn from the lessons of Pat's life and death. And also those of so many other brave Americans, Unquote. there is an irony in suggesting Tillman's legacy is somehow des- desecrated by protests that take place during the national anthem, because those protests are said to insult the military when it, it was the same military, the NFL's longtime LA that did so much. Yeah. That did so much actual damage to Tillman's legacy after his death. There has been no shortage of commentary on what Tillman would or would not do in the (laughs) current moment.
0: So many. Yeah. Well, so many people trying to speak for him. Right. Sick.
2: During his time as a football player, he both stood outside his teammates, traditional pregame prayer circles a reflection of his deeply head held atheism and also described in no uncertain terms, his reverence for the symbolism of the flag.
1: Yeah, he didn't even
0: believe in me.
2: Sorry, Satan, whatever action he would take. There's every reason to believe that Tillman would follow his heart and his convictions if face with the protests rippling through the sports world right now. Unfortunately, the public will never know for sure because Tillman died on a hill in Afghanistan 13, now 14 years ago in war that continues. To this day, which is an insanely sobering thing to say out loud. Mm -hmm. By the way, when he died, he was 27.
0: This war is like almost, it's old enough to drive.
2: By the Mm -hmm. way, at uh, the university in uh, Arizona State, there's a statue of Pat Tillman Mm. when the players run onto the field. And it's likely one of the more important statues that you could stand in front of. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And that is the story of Pat Tillman.
0: A real fucking grumbly <clears throat> shit. Oh, story. this is one of the handful of episodes where I'm swallowing my feelings. He
2: could be a GI Joe. He is a G. he was a GI Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a real I mean, American hero. Mm-hmm. The thing of it is, is he wasn't killed by uh, if he wasn't killed by friendly fire, and and this is no a you know I'm not I feel bad for that The the the. The friendly fire. Yes. Yeah, I do too. It
0: happens.
2: It does. And there's so much chaos in battle. It's insane. (laughs) And you're literally 23, 24. You're young as shit. And you're literally. (sighs) It. This is. He has insane PTSD from. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure Pat, you know, although he was. Literally a walking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like. He would have had issues too after yeah. this, especially going with his knowing his outlook on the war, even after let's, a little bit of time.
0: It's the bullshit. Let's legalize marijuana and mushrooms. From what I understand, the uh, are having a tremendous effect on PTSD. For some people, yes. For some people, yes. Of yeah. course.
2: No, I I, I agree, and it's a sobering thing to say and talk about. But uh, you know. Our hearts go out to those guys. And this this and you know, Ugh, this holiday, so we're ending, enough. we're ending season two pretty soon here. And I just want to say again, thank you for your service, servicemen and women yes. out there right now, currently, who have been fighting this battle, and please come home. Mm-hmm. So whew, we have no pop culture, which means we get to skip over pop culture and go straight for our silly old Yahoo answers. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I uh, went to Yahoo Answers and uh, asked, why do people assume that Pat Tillman was killed on purpose? Some even said to me that Tillman was shot three times in the head within 10 meters, telling me that Tillman was shot on purpose. I don't know for sure, but I don't think that U.S. soldiers would shoot him on purpose. Some even tell me that, and I think it's pretty stupid to me, that Tillman was shot. He was going to expose the fact that U.S. is not only growing the heroin crop, but exporting it. An author had said that he saw a video that shows Oliver North and Bill Clinton standing in a remote airstrip next to a plane (laughs) unloading cocaine. So I don't know what to say. Your thoughts? Or are those actually true?
2: That could be a future episode. My bad.
4: Alright, so user Mutt, who was uh, awarded the best answer for this question, some people don't want the simple reasons behind complex situations and go looking for complex answers instead. Mm-hmm. These people are called conspiracy nuts. Mm-hmm. And the more complex the situation, Thank the more listening. conspiracy nuts there are that come out. Uh, example is 9 11 What made the Tillman case complex is the cover up that it was nuts friendly in my mouth. fire. That made these people go looking for complex answers and twist and distort the facts to fit their complex answers. Yeah. Uh user Bobby G wrote Yahoo! where men win glory, the Odyssey of Pat. Where Men Win Glory, The Odyssey of Pat Tillman by John Krakauer. It was the best rendition of exactly what happened and how. Why is it unclear? While an extreme case could be made that it was intentional, the chain of events leading up to Tillman's death show a number of mitigated causes. The weapon that is believed to have killed Tillman, an M247 saw, is said to be able to make a shot pattern of three at a distance greater than 10 meters. The additional travesty that should have been brought—that should have brought military criminal charges—was the cover-up, including falsifying a Silver Star award in the cover-up attempt. Uh, let's see. User Sergeant Adams two thousand four wrote: "Is this question still making the rounds?" Sergeant Sam Adams. Maybe. Mm. Here's he's the my truth. hero. <laughs> right. Here's the truth: no one really knows what happened to Tillman except Tillman. The person who killed him and the Rangers that were with him that day. Some would have to some someone would have to eventually snap and run to the press to expose the conspiracy. So Yay! far it hasn't happened, just like JFK, you will never know. Some people won't let someone die. Is it hard to believe he fought for his country and died honorably?
3: Mm.
4: Yeah, this is a bit of a mixed bag. We oh, I- I just shot a football player. <laughs> oh
2: Get him off the field. <laughs>
4: User, user cherry blossom wrote, "Yes, and I've heard that the OK bomber was a sleeper and was mind controlled into setting the bomb, and was ex-military. And that the military can mind control anyone they want to." Yeah. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait! You're talking Oklahoma City? Yeah. Me? Okay. Mm-hmm. See our episode. It's still my benchmark for this yeah. series, our sh- our show. For our show, mm-hmm. I would say it's our best for me, For my personal, for your personal, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay.
4: Uh, anyway, she writes, Anyways, I still believe it was an error and friendly fire and we just simply killed one of our own. I mean, why would Oliver North and Bill Clinton take the chance of being seen by a popular person like Pat Tillman anyways and know he might tell what he saw? Why take that Yahoo! chance?
2: That's an interesting thought, though, if mm-hmm. you think about it, because he's he's hot. I mean, he was going to talk to Noam Chomsky after mm-hmm. he realized that it was full of shit. So, I mean, technically, if he would have <laughs> survived, that could have been a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a conspiracy unto itself that he was taken down before mm-hmm. he could do that because he becomes a wounded or a, a dead hero. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, user Grill Parser yeah. wrote, and I heard because it occurred because Tillman was an atheist, but the truth of the matter is that battle is an adrenaline-filled, terrifying experience with lots of sudden loud noises. Oh. Accidents happen too often during wartime. Uh, an anonymous user wrote, I do not know if it is true or not, North and Clinton, but I definitely believe it could be. I'd never heard it reported anywhere that Tillman was killed on purpose. I do, however, believe that conspiracy theory could be true as well. I have very little faith in the integrity of the government as a whole. Agreed.
2: Sober, sober, sobering.
4: Right. Uh, and then the last, <laughs> the last one from user John J.S., We used to pull the pin on hand grenades and toss them into the officers' tents in Vietnam. We called it fragging. Yes, it is a bit of a not-so-secret that the CIA has been funding its operations by hauling drugs into the U.S. Air America was owned by the CIA, and it was the largest drug smuggling operation ever. They used the airport in the Panama Canal zone, and when Noriega wanted a bigger cut, Bush Sr. sent in the Marines to rendition him to the U.S. for trial. So it does not surprise me that the CIA would execute him. Does not mean it's true.
2: Jesus. Yeah. Even in your Yahoo answers are sober. I know. Dark. I this was going to help us out. That's okay because I get. I guarantee next week's going to be the most lighthearted thing we've ever done.
4: <laughs> I sure hope so. Yeah.
2: No, we're going to lift the veil on that one. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. But that has been your yeah. It's been your Yahoo answers. Answers.
4: <laughs> indeed
2: <laughs> alright we needed to cover it it was this important story but mm-hmm. before we end and go into our quizzical we have to give a verdict now here is a very sobering verdict which I thought of today and I almost drove into a cemetery and said bury me in one corner for podcasters who will give you a good high five Nobody is supreme. the other corner, the government and a tombstone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> April's, like, April's uh, face
2: was perfect. Sausage and pepperoni or hmm. supreme. We only had two dollars hunt for pizza. here's the verdict as we clo- we're, we're getting close to closing out season 2. We have one more episode after this. So I feel like a verdict a big we we've, we've done over 130 episodes, guys. Yeah. So this verdict is covering after doing 130 episodes as a group, as a clan, not the clan. Do we trust the government?
4: <laughs>
0: okay. Josh, no. No, Larry, I have a hard time trusting them with my paycheck.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding.
0: Like, I got to double check that shit. So, no, no, that's been your verdict.
2: All right, let's get silly and let's get quizzical.
0: Oh. oh, yeah, baby. All right. Adam and Ow. Remix. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Would do Eve mean? be the ant? Yeah. We should try to four-part harmony that sometime. Oh, barbershop quartet <laughs> style. <laughs> we'll do that on the next episode. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. We'll play some of this truth or myth game that uh, I bought cheap on Walgreens. Thomas Jefferson and George Washington died on the same day. Josh. Uh-oh. Josh. False. It's correct. John Adams and jo- Thomas Jefferson died on July 4th, 1826. So it wasn't George Washington who had died. Okay. Question number two. Mount Everest is the tallest mountain in the world. Josh. April. Josh. False. That is correct. While Mount Everest is the tallest mountain above sea level, Mauna Kea in Hawaii is taller, and it's just that more than half of it's below water. All told, is actually a mile taller than average. Wow! 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 Championship young men attempt to wrestle a male camel. Josh. Josh. True. That is incorrect. The event does does take place, but it features two male camels wrestling Metal. for the right to mate mate with a female. <laughs> camel. That's so cool. <laughs> have you guys ever
2: ridden on a camel? No. I have. Yes. I have. Yeah. It hurts my ass. It does.
0: They're, it's they're worse th- than a horse. Horses they're are bony.
2: Yeah. them f- humps. Yeah. them lovely lady humps. They're not that soft. No. It's
0: not a pillow in there. No. You have two, Josh, correct? Yes. Two, two to, to zero, zero. That's the first to three, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Avatar is the first movie to make more than one billion. Ryan. It was Josh. Uh, It was Josh. True. That is incorrect. Titanic was the first. Josh, you sunk your chances. (laughs) I feel
3: so dumb.
0: Question number whatever. Dr. Seuss wrote The Cat in the Hat to settle a bet that he couldn't write a book with only 50 unique words. Ryan. True. As they correct the book, Green Eggs and Ham was written to settle Oh, I knew I heard that legend about him, though. In 2010, a tennis match at Wimbledon took four days to complete. Josh. Josh. False. Josh is the winner. John Isner and Nicholas Mahut (laughs) completed (laughs) completed an 11-hour match that took place over three days. The longest in tennis. Blah, 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 (laughs) blah. Blah. I played tennis in high school, but I don't watch. Can you imagine me playing tennis? I can. <laughs> I uh, got kicked off. Oh, this is fucked up. I got kicked off the team <laughs> um, for beating up a, a teammate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> with your racket?
0: <laughs> no, with my fists.
2: Oh, bummer. <laughs> Missed
0: opportunity. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. He said some shit and I lost my mind.
2: Well, ladies and not, gentlemen, I'm not proud. Boys and girls, it's time for our five-star shut up.
0: Five, 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 five five-star review.
2: All right. So, thank you. First and foremost, we're going to go with Blake Pobst. Pobst, I'm Pobst. He recommends us and gives us a five-star review by saying, I've listened to the last two episodes and man... I haven't laughed so hard in a long time. Awesome. I'm loving it, dude. People at work probably think I'm crazy. The conspiracy <laughs> of is really intriguing as well. Love the flashbacks and stuff, too. Overall, I highly recommend. Hoy hoy, Blake. Thank you, sir. Welcome aboard, sir. Dylan Junker also recommends the show and says, Well, ladies and gentlemen... First off, just want to say I've been binge listening to your podcast on Spotify for the last two weeks at work.
0: Sorry about, uh, I don't know what's going on with Spotify lately.
2: There's There have been issues, but it's not something we can fix because it's all about the Spotify. So if you're upset, please send them a message. Well, and that's why I always personally recommend people to download apps on their phone or tablet or, or if you're on your computer, listen to it on Podomatic. Yeah. I've been listening. So he's been been listening for two weeks, gone through probably about half of them
0: now. Started started
2: by picking and choosing, then just started going in order. You guys make my 10 hour shifts
0: go fast. Truth Corner. Is that how you do when you run into a new podcast?
2: The ones that I really like, yes. Yeah, I I do too. I I know exactly what
0: he's talking
2: about um not so much me I will maybe listen to a few but I like to just l- start go from current. the beginning
0: or will oh, you work your way back
2: I've done it with Vidigame game Apocalypse I've listened to every episode but that's about it
0: mm. laser time mmm
2: mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. you guys make my 10 hour shifts go faster making me laugh like an idiot at times and my butthole clench at other times so
4: far been my f- there this is going to be a doozy for you then so far my favorite is probably
2: <laughs> Waco slash Ruby Ridge wish R- Ruby Ridge was its own episode which I think at the time we talked about doing yeah but but I think that was an earlier episode where we really didn't kind of discover the format mm-hmm. when it came to how we were going to do this but you know, we know that these are these are huge topics. I mean, like I said, I think I even mentioned it while we were smoking. I kind of wish Michael Jackson was two episodes because there's so much
0: to cover with that. But at the same time... I'm glad it's one.
2: Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, we're actually... Two partners. It's,
0: it's kind of it, taxing. It's weird because... Well, yeah. A, they're taxing. B, it's weird we have like a drop-off between... Mm-hmm. We
2: do. There's a big drop-off between episodes. Um... So anyway, but I I agree. Maybe it's something we can like re reexamine examine in some different conspiracy. So he says, and having a kid of my own, I couldn't finish the Franklin cover up. I get that. Yep. Ooh, yeah. I don't have kids in that yet. That's still one of the worst episodes to listen to. Anyways, I love you guys. Podcast recommend Aww. you to guys to several other guys I work with. Keep it up. Would love a Bundy Ranch standoff <laughs> episode. Still five <laughs> stars for sure. For sure, we'll cover that. On. Now, the next thing that I'm going to read is mm-hmm. actually not necessarily a recommend, but it's a obviously somebody who's really into it. Now, she or he says, this is from a Becky Napier. She says, I'm obsessed with this podcast. I'm finishing up the 2017 Halloween Drunctacular episode <laughs> right <laughs> Sorry. now. Sorry, And I have a story. When I was a kid, my sister and I shared a bedroom, and one night I woke up, and there were two black wolves with red glowing eyes staring at me and growling. Oh, that's so metal. It is. You should be in a metal band right now. I'd experienced a lot of... I'd experienced a lot of different supernatural things, and I always froze in fear, but for some reason that night, I had enough, and I chased them down the stairs. Wow, you're a fucking badass. Great. No
4: kidding. Yeah, great.
2: <laughs> what did you do? Bad wolves. chase them with a cane. I'm That's sorry. all you gotta do. Bad I'm red eye wolves. Rolled
0: up a newspaper and popped them on the nose.
2: Oh, so Red she, Rocket. She chased them down the <laughs> stairs where there was another wolf. They all stared up at me for a while, and then turned around... And then all these wolves turned around and ran away. I've tried to find similar stories online; was never able to. So yeah, that's one of my creepy stories. Again, love your show. Well, thank you, Becky.
0: That is creepy.
2: That is creepy. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what I would do in that instance.
0: Yeah, just kind of. Or did she mean the Minnesota Timberwolves?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: like like three African American. Just three. Yeah, there's three basketball players. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> Three seven footers in your bedroom with might be a little. Eyes. It might be a little unsettling. It might be. Just, they're just tired.
2: That's why Unless they want to hoop,
0: then it might be fun. I would love to play basketball. I wouldn't want to hoop it with rules. somebody
2: who's seven foot tall. It's, you're I'm not going to get a shot off. <laughs> <Nope>. No.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's been your five star shoutouts. Um, I don't normally do this, but I'm just gonna say if anybody has anything they want to throw out there for plugs, go ahead. Well, not necessarily a plug, but I just wanted to be the I wanted to congratulate uh, listener and somebody who's been on the show. Jen had her had her twins.
3: Oh, good hey, on you, right. Jen.
2: Uh, see the Titanic episode mm-hmm. with our, and, uh, uh, our friend Jen. We did a straight up
0: interview with her once, didn't
2: we? We did. I think it was earlier, early, 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 like, like early po- mm-hmm. pre 20 in the first It was pre April.
4: That's essentially how you need to date all
0: these. It was a- a pre or post April. A-, a A or D A? <laughs> B A? B A or I mean, A Yeah, a- a- I was going to say B A episode a- a- before
2: a B-, B A, B- a-, a-, B- a-, a- Baracus. Samurai. Yeah. It's it's literally like around 46 or 47 when she becomes like a staple. Yeah. But anyways, do you guys want to plug your shows or are you good?
4: Yeah.
2: At conspiracy T show on Twitter, check us out on our Facebook page. Join our close group. Also find us on Instagram. We love our interactions with our fans. Also conspiracy therapy show at gmail.com. If you want to send us a suggestion or a correction, we haven't got any corrections, which is fine because fuck you. <laughs> We're not changing shit.
3: Yeah, We do
2: what we can. We work a 9 to 5. We come here to <laughs> hang out, drink beers, and sh- shoot shit. That's been about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, guys, uh, for the best of episodes, send in uh, what you loved and go to the episode. Don't tell make it hard happened.
0: on me with this... They can
2: yeah, find an episode with a specific it. clip that's maybe 30 seconds or a minute or two
0: and take tell me us what it, that months is. Months to pick out every mispronounced word Ryan has. <laughs> or I could just sit here and press the board for half an hour. <laughs> My bad. <laughs>
2: no, I I agree. I think I think in their heads, in their hearts, they have an idea. So if, if you're a guy that knows how to edit audio, like obviously take our podcast and and. You know, if you can find those clips that you want to send us like a super clip, we would love for your inclusion into this best of. We're doing two best of episodes. We have Mm -hmm. one more, though. We're doing one more before our two-part best of. And we got a fun one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be literally the funnest season two episode we've done. Mm -hmm, Yeah, It'll be the funnest season two ending episode we've had. By far. By easily. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. We love you guys. We'll see you next week on another
0: I episode. I oh, do have one more thing to say to the U.S. government trying to cover up this bullshit.
2: Fuck off! Yep. Thank you. R.I.P. Pat Tillman. <laughs> yes,
0: thank you for your service. Thank your family.
4: Oh, and uh, I, we mentioned it during during our live stream, uh, but uh, Larry's going to have
0: oh, some yeah. very
4: special Christmas gonna gifts. Going to have Christmas for- gifts.
0: I am going to make uh some ringtones for you guys. Just uh if you if you have requests, let me know. Yeah, but I'm gonna have a bunch there. I'm not gonna be one of those dicks that charges you a buck a piece for some shit you can do yourself. Right. I'll do
2: it for <laughs> you for free. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um we're gonna do live streams every other month. So in February we're gonna pick a date. So what's that?
0: Well, I don't know if this is for sure, but well, we're probably maybe New Year's. <laughs> We'll we'll say that hard every other month, and then the occasional sprinkle in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Sounds we'll good.
4: let you guys know.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, t- we'll just hey, throw out- we're we're gonna slip it in sometimes. It it. Join the close you'll group, be, and that's where we
2: talk a lot about this stuff. You'll be like Josh. But also, also, put a finger in my butt. Also,
0: also, also please
2: follow Josh on uh, Twitch. That's where mm-hmm. we do our live videos. Twitch.tv slash Bobo May. Spoiler.
1: <laughs> Nolan <laughs>
2: Ryland.
4: <laughs> Nolan
2: Ryland. <laughs> we, we love you guys. We <laughs> feel like you're all here together. With I would us. eat your barbecue sauce. And I would too. We'll what is going on? I don't know. We'll see you next week on another episode of Dance Podcast.
3: Well, it's Monday night. A new
2: week has begun. I turn on my TV for some pigskin fun. I see a Super
0: Bowl season here on ABC. The biggest game each week is their specialty. Gotta get ready, make everything right. Monday night football's
2: coming on tonight. Are you ready? are back for monday night time
4: this has been a presentation of beer city media <laughs>